Great pass from Diamantidis. The lob is done! There we go, 40 minutes to a title. David Blue to three. On the mark, David Blue! Wow. Now Spinelli's driving inside. Look for the alley! EuroLeague Sweet 16, exactly what you need. As ever, we are up on SoundCloud and we are, of course, uh, on wherever you get good podcasts. So be sure to search for EuroLeague Sweet 16 to subscribe and get the episodes as soon as they drop. Hello and welcome to EuroLeague Sweet 16, the place where, as ever, amazing happens. And by amazing happens, we do mean getting the predictions right, each and every one of them. As usual with me, the lovely and great Mr. David Lehine. David, how are you doing? Uh fantastic yeah you know i mean we just we just put our opinions out there we just do what we ex- we we think people you know how the games might happen and you know and then they're all you know most of them are wrong though i guess i was barely most of them were right and you were just barely mo- most of yours were wrong but that's fine and then we talk about them and then we talk about all the fun that happened and that's what it's all about right yeah, I guess you underestimate the level of, like, of how com- you know how competitive I am. But it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, grand scheme of things, you only you and I care. Yeah, and actually, uh, actually, only you care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but truth to be, I saw that they used the headline with uh, the six years that that Barcelona hadn't won in uh, Maccabi. Five, five, <laughs> five, but you know it's. it's I guess somebody like I guess somebody liked that stat. It just seems really weird that it's such a strange stat because it's so, you know. It's it's like yeah, it's as if With all these teams that change so much, you know. It's like as if you had the exact same teams, exact same roster, same coaches, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but you know, um, you know what? We'll we'll get how many how many of those players? How many of those players? Played on the other team in that matchup. How many? How many? Let's see. So, how many Barcelona players played for Maccabi and won that game? Yeah. Any idea? So what now? How many Barcelona players who who lost the previous games in Tel Aviv and played? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Last Thursday and actually won. No. Yeah. I'm just in, in general over those six years. How many you know players have changed sides and oh. and actually won that oh. game? From Barcelona to Maccabi and vice versa, I don't think we had uh, uh, that many, if at all. But in the meantime, while Dave is actually uh, looking for uh, for that stat, I think it's time for us to go to the most inaccurately named segment in all of sports and entertainment today. It is time for the four-minute warning. Four minutes to get through all the action that just happened in EuroLeague. It's the four-minute warning. And Dave, you brought up Maccabi, you brought up Barcelona. I have, a, I, I have my... Uh, I have quite a few things to 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 say about that game, and uh, I'd say that you know first and foremost, that would be um, Maccabi actually you know what being consistent, and not in a good way, because since the beginning of the season we cannot say yeah Maccabi showed some great stretches of basketball, but long story short, it's like you're still it's like you still don't have that feeling that. They found their identity, and we're seven games in um, into this, which is, you, you might say, yeah, it's the beginning of the season, and Adolo Efes probably should be more worried, more concerned, but let's leave it aside. 
But, you know, seven games Maccabi played so far, I can honestly say that they, it's just that they, as of now, they don't look good. That doesn't mean that they, you know, will continue that road. Why do you say they don't look good? Because they keep finding themselves in chase mode. It's like they keep having, you know, finding themselves in, in situations in which they got some uh, some ground to cover. And, and you know, good cases, they managed to, to, to return and, you know, to, to get back into the game and, and get the win. And it happened four times. Three times, it didn't. Two games on the road, they got not whooped, they got smoked. No, I mean, let's be honest about it. Well, Vasconia, Vasconia really did a number on them. Yeah, and, and also Fenner. I mean, the game with Fenner, maybe, you know, it, it, the the result that, you know, the final result, it was, uh, you know, 15 yeah. just 15 points. But Maccabi kind of, you know, kind of managed to uh, do some damage control at the end of the game, of, of that game, which is why it's not really 15, if you know what I mean. So, And so what do you think they need to do to find their identity? I mean, who, do you think somebody needs to step up? Do you think that somebody... That's a good question. Uh, in my books... I'm a journalist, I ask good questions. <laughs> yeah, let's see which questions you'll be asking yourself after this week's predictions. Uh, sorry, I had to. No, but who do you... I mean, because, I mean, you look at the guards and, you know, I I, I like that guard combo of, of Brown and, and Baldwin. And, you know, you have guys like... You know, I mean, I, I don't, I can't really tell you all that much about uh, about uh, Holland, um, about Adams. I mean, and I suppose it'll be. I, mean, I suppose you'd be it'd be help now that Hilliard's back. Yeah, but know. it's time to get into rhythm. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I mean, do you see somebody that needs to step up that hasn't stepped up yet? I mean, I mean, well, I mean what do you think about Colson? I mean, Colson. Colson's a guy who's dominated at times over the last couple of years um, in previous clubs, but you know this is a, this is you know this is a, a new this is a new level for him. You know he he. I think he's decent. I think he's doing a great job. You know for a first year in the Euroleague, uh, and you know what, even just doing a great job. Period. Regardless, of that doesn't surprise me at all. But it's just like, do you think that? Do you think that they that that maybe they're not ready? I mean, because because um, Kadish, they he saw he saw. Um, Colson in the BCL, you know, when Kaddish was with uh, was with uh, Jerusalem. So, I mean, listen, Maccabi's offense should be doing should be doing better. Um, yeah. Their defense is, well, you know, it has its issues. Let's just I'll put it mildly. It's had it has its issues, uh, but even that, even then. Um, I mean, we, we have to say that Hilliard and Martin were just back from injuries and Sorkin missed the game. But, you know, none of it, legit none of it, came even close to the surprise that of, of that bomb that was dropped after that game, after that presser of, you know, the, the post-game uh, press conference. And that was because the EuroLeague legend, the EuroLeague dynasty legend, held a press conference saying that he will be leaving Maccabi at the end of this season. Wow. But what's he what's he want to do then? He said that he wants to take a break from basketball. So I can see that. 
he's a family man. He's a family. He's a good family man. So you know, obviously, like it's like you said, you you understand from that perspective. Uh, the funniest thing, though, by the time he finished that press conference, he's like he's addressing the camera, saying, "You know, now you won't have to write about Barcelona tomorrow morning." That that is so Nikola Vujicic. So is he gonna is he retiring with a media effect or or? And it, yeah, he's gonna stay in office till the end of the season, and then you know, that's that's it. For sure, you know, he's deserved it. He's deserved the right to to do that. I mean, it's uh, it 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 was surprising. Yeah, It, it was surprising, and he's like, he starts it off with you know joking around about scoops and whatnot, you know. And it's like, I got another one for you all now. And it's like, uh, you know, at the end of the season, I decided to take a break from basketball. And everyone's like, wait, what's, what, what? So yeah, that, that was, that was the Thursday night that kind of became a, a 36 hour marathon of being very much awake, sleepless. So, so yeah. So as you can say, nothing really surprised us in terms of, of games <laughs> this week in the EuroLeague, at least not as much as, as the announcement made by a dynasty EuroLeague legend. And just so let me surprise you with what coach Haruna Sisikevichis had to say in that presser. Now, are you ready? Sure, let's go for it. So, you know, they're addressing Charles. Do you want to say something? And then he goes and say, <laughs> it says the following. I told him last night everything, that all these years I had to cover for him on defense. I did what I had to do for the team defensively, you know, because he was an offensive player. So I had to take care. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just the amount of love that these two has for each other. And, and For as fiery as he is and for as, um, yeah, for as fiery as he is, and, you know, he's not as... You know he's not old and bitter yet, um, so but I can I can see that, you know he'll he'll you know he'll 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 go down the the uh, like Messina route, you know like if you ask a dumb question you're good you can get chastised you're gonna you, you know he, he's gonna you know really oh, I mean, he's, he's, done, he's done that before but he, he like, he'll get really bad he would really be a fun coach to cover on a you know on a regular basis what Charles yeah for sure yeah 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 you, you have a few of those. That are like you know hilarious. Yeah, you got some serious duds though, man. Yeah. Oh man, there are some serious duds as far as coaches go in the Euroleague. I mean, okay, they can be great coaches, but as far as like media goes, uh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you know that was that from the Barcelona side. You know, we brought up their defense. They they are a very good defensive team at the end of the day. Very good defensive team. And um, the very good thing for them is that they're fine. You know, they found the rhythm on the defensive end early on the season. Yeah. And guess what? They're playing. Remember, we're not sold on them, I think, mostly because of the offensive end, because of what they've shown us in previous versions of, of you know, of Barcelona that we've gotten to see in the past few years. But should they keep it up the way that they are doing right now? Um. Then you know what? Yeah, 
we're talking definitely contenders. Definitely contenders. And from the contenders, one of them at least, I mean, you cannot help but just talk about the current reigning champs. But so what what do you have to say about the Maccabi Barcelona game? And please let's talk on a little FS after. I mean, I I think that uh you know this was a this was a team we said uh or at least I said, you know, it's gonna take time for them to uh to to gel to figure out you know who who's sort of responsible for what there's so many different playmakers there's so many different shot makers um there's so many guys that you know don't need to score and just do their role and are happy with that and and with so many new faces um with that with that characteristic you figured it would take time um and uh the fact that that he's got them defensively playing pretty well that's you know that helps them that much more because you figure just with the amount of the number of weapons that they have that they will that they'll be okay um it's just a it's really just a matter of time um uh, before everything you know starts clicking and um and so yeah, I mean, you just you saw it. You know, when you have uh, La Provatola, you know, and it's shooting six, you know, hitting this, you know, six threes, you know, that's six threes. You don't necessarily think that's going to happen. You know, if you go three threes, yeah, you could see that. But you know, once you four, five, and six, you know, that's you know a little bit more unexpected. And it was only a seven point loss. So um, I, I think Maccabi can be okay, can feel okay with this uh, with this game. I don't think that they should go out and say. You know, we we played like you know total garbage. You know, they sh didn't shoot the ball well from the outside, but you know that's happened before to them. And you know, and um, but you know, you you look at the you know sixteen assists probably isn't where you wanted to be. You'd probably want to be closer to like twenty one, twenty two, to kind of be there. Um, and uh, yeah, I I I I'm I'm you know kind of just watching the highlights a little. Bit. I I love uh I love poetrys. I'm just wondering a little bit more if Nabel's uh, enough uh, in the paint for them, uh, for Maccabi. Uh, but Barcelona, man, it's just, for me, it just seems to be, you know, once they figure, everybody figures out, you know, the roles. And then it's kind of like, you know, whoever's, got, whoever's hot, just kind of let them do that, you know, while they're on, you know. And these guys just be like, you know, the Silva, right? The Silva played you know, almost 18 minutes, he took two three-pointers and that was all he, he did. He grabbed two rebounds and that's that's all he did. But, you know, those are good minutes, you know. Um, well, to, and, to me, just so you know, the biggest thing was uh, 15 points, two for four for two, two for five for three points, five for six from the line, three rebounds, three assists, one steal. Even though we had four turnovers, we're talking Corey Higgins, delivering 15 points on the offensive end for Barcelona. Now, where when do you remember him? And, and the fact, I think, that they got him is a huge plus because, again, still no Nikola Mirotic. And yeah. as for uh, Nibo, your question, to me, I said it from day one. Like, they had Ante Zizic last year, right? To me, Poitras and Ante would have been a better combination. Not because I think Nibo is no good. Nibo is good. But... It's like Poitras can play face to the basket. He can attack inside. He can drive inside. 
depending on who's guarding him, right? He can finish above the rim. He can finish around the rim. He can shoot the, and make the occasional three also. Nebo is a pure beast above the rim. Pure beast above the rim. But And you can say that Poitras can also post up, again, against specific guys. But neither one of them is like has the ticket of a long big man. And, and Ante had length. Ante had length. Um, and, and you see, like, bigs in fashion. Maybe not in domestic leagues, as well as you can see, I don't know, mostly in the in the Spanish domestic league and in the EuroLeague. But length and size are in fashion again in basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of really good bigs right now in the in the EuroLeague. So missing that versatility. Uh, I'll even go as far as say that, you know, I want to see Bender in the in the early with what he's been doing right now in the ACB. Now having a seven footer playing at the four, and he's shown so far. I mean, what seven games I think into the season, he's doing more than okay in terms of showing that he came back from that ACL injury. Now while I'm talking, you're actually checking the stats in Obradoro, aren't you? Right. So about seventeen point three points, shooting over fifty percent for two, over forty percent or even over forty five percent for three, seventy five from the line, six. Point something rebound, something about that, you know, around that area in the vicinity of that. Yeah, am I right? Uh, I haven't got there yet, but I'm getting there right there. Uh, what'd you say? 40, 43% threes, 43%. Over four, and so again, over 40, over 50 for the for two points, yeah, 76. Yeah, and 76, 76, yeah, 75 from the line around that area, around six rebounds, and 17.3 points. 17.3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, would you look at that? Yeah, that's a, and that's a you know that's a that's an interesting team to, that you know that's that's a team that you know that's a that's a club that's had had a lot of interesting guys come in and uh, through that uh, system over the last couple of years and man I should be watching more of those. You got the brothers there. They got uh, Blazovic is there. That's a great move for Blazovic. He had a great window for the uh, Lithuanian national team. I can't. I I was really surprised that that Shagiris went you know weren't able to. Find a spot for for Marco uh, Marek Blazovic. Well, maybe they'll have a spot for him next season. But the point is, you see how four men are. It's like it's very hard to find stretch bigs. And he drew uh, uh, Bender in his in the last game drew eight fouls. Yeah, he's but he only took four free throws. Again, listen, don't forget the guys. The, not even the guy, the kid. He's 24, 25 is going to be, I think, soon. Coming off an ACL injury. Yeah, uh, actually, he's going to turn 25 the day after tomorrow. Okay, so we need to uh, wish, you know, Bender, uh, we know you're... Let's wish Dragon Bender, uh, hey, man. Happy birthday. I, I covered a lot. I covered Dragon Bender a lot. In yeah. fact, and you like, dominated everyone. Well, you, national team, too. He he was, uh, he, he was, uh, he was the star of, uh, of Shoegate. Shoegate? Yeah, do you know what that is? Right, I remember. Yeah, Croatian national team. That was under 19 World Cup. And he was the poster. He was on the poster for the national for the for the tournament. And and like journalists are contacting me. I'm in I'm in um I think that was in uh, yeah, that was in uh that was in uh ah um Heraklion in uh, uh, Crete. And uh and they're like, "Hey, is Bender going to play?" I'm like, "What do you mean is Bender going to play?" <laughs> yeah. Because he had he had the uh, Adidas contract, mm-hmm. and uh, and Croatia had had 
I think the year before that or the year before that, they had signed the the seven plus four deal with uh, with with Jordan. And he ended up not playing over his shoes, man, at an under 19 World Cup where they were the favorite, one of the real serious favorites to win that title. I That's know. great. It's great. To, I didn't because he's he's been, you know, it, it's so e- it's so easy for guys to kind of, uh, you know, you know, get out of my sort of uh, it was, I, I lose track of him. I mean, I remember him that he was back at Maccabi, um, but yeah, I mean, you know. So he didn't have any – he didn't play at all last year then, right, at all. Yeah, missed the entire year completely. And mm-hmm. here's the thing, and this is what I really like about the Bender story so far. You had a kid that was drafted as the number four overall pick, right? Yep. Came back from the NBA, came back to Maccabi. It took him time to kind of – to get, you know, reacquainted with European basketball in a way. And by the time he started playing, you know, he actually found his rhythm – and and understood what his body could do, he tears his ACL. And and just to to set the record straight, to what extent he was playing good, Coach Giannis chose him over Othello Hunter for a playoff series. And you cannot make any changes in the roster during a playoff series in Israel. So, you know, it, it just goes and says that at that point in time, Coach Sferopoulos trusted him, and he tore his ACL. Now, the good thing that was working for him in my books was his age, because the younger you are, the better chances you have of, of bouncing back from such an injury. At the same time, he's not a guard. He's a seven-footer, and he's been doing some some stuff like in, in the ACB right now, and he's been doing some stuff. And, I mean, just look at the numbers, right? The splits alone, it's incredible. He was a year off of basketball. A year off. With an ACL. With an, With an ACL. ACL. Exactly. For yeah. a seven-footer. And yeah. he puts up these numbers. I don't care who you are. If you're not impressed by that alone, I mean, what are we doing here anyway? You know what I mean? Happy birthday, Dragon. Happy good birthday. To see, good, to, good to see him back. Yep. So, speaking of which, you know, Anadolu Efes. Yet another loss, and you know what? They have Barcelona this week. Yeah, and you, even if they lose this week, you're not worried. I, I honestly, it, it all depends. You on said, yeah, you said there's. A, I know, said I know what I said. Three more games. You said at least three more games, man. They, you said two and eight, and you're still not worried. Just to remind you. No need to remind me anything, but if what Coach Adaman said about Vasa Misic. That him, you know, about him not being 100% fit, I can see a place for worry. <laughs> I, I, legit, I mean, wow. It, it all depends on the way, right? Because you knew that Madrid, they had more depth, you know, they're running more time. Anadolu have, you know, more new pieces in a way. So they got that working for them in terms of like, uh, um, uh, well, you know, and just like, obviously not working for them, but it is something to take into consideration, right? Oh, you really want to say something and you're not with me on board. No, I'm no, here. I'm just letting you talk. I'm letting you talk. I'm letting you no, talk. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, they, they have, you know, they have some circumstances uh, that you cannot, you know, you cannot not address, if that makes any sense. I mean, it's, uh, 
you know, it, it's like we said, they, you know, they have a lot of new parts that uh, from a team, from a club, from an organization that hasn't had any change basically for the last three, four years. And then you go and have to figure out how to change these pieces. You don't have, you know, one of the best players in the league still with Larkin still out and, and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're starting to feel like you might be treading water, you know, two and five, you know, do you need to be worried? No, no. I mean, you're only two games from the playoffs. And, and they have been there before, like in, in sad situations. But to me, it's like they have no one is Chris Singleton. So, and, and Chris is still in the market, by the way, which astonishes me. Yeah. I mean, definitely a tough one with Barcelona this week. And then you have the, I think the double week we said the double week was the, the two Italians on the road. Um, yeah, but this and, version of Milan, come on, it's not fair. I know, but I'm just saying it's you know it, it's it's the back to back uh, on the road in Italy, um, and you know those two crowds are pretty good, especially Virtus, um, and and then you have uh, and then you have Olympiacos on December first. So but that's exactly why I'm not worried. You asked me why shouldn't I be worried, and that's the thing that by the time they reach the eleventh round, which is like about a third of the regular season, right? Yeah, it's shy of it. Think of it this way: they lost to who? All the teams that you can say that it's like Madrid and Barcelona and Olympiacos. Well, here, wait. So the the losses that hurt are like are Bayern. No, that's that's okay. The way I see no, it. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Hey, hey, listen to me for uh, 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 listen. You know, um, uh, hear me out for a second. So, you know, losing to Monaco, losing to uh, losing to Monaco, uh, losing to. Um, yeah, no, you don't, don't have to worry about the Fenerbahce, but especially Monaco and Bayern, because you very well could be fighting, uh, maybe not, um, maybe not uh, Monaco, but you could be fighting those teams for the playoffs. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Valencia, losing to Valencia, you know, those teams you might be fighting um, in a in a in a three way tie, whatever, for one of those spots, and you already have a, a loss. Um, you know, you lost at Munich, but you lost at home against Valencia. So, um, you know, I I understand what you're saying. You lost you lost to a bunch of good teams. I understand that, um, but a couple of those good teams might be in that race with you for one of those playoff spots, and then you might, you know, kind of be like kicking yourself. Oh shit! You know, why don't we start a little bit better? Oh, it's a good thing that all the episodes are marked explicit. Uh... If you want, you can say shucks. No, it's okay. You can say shit. It's all good. It's all good here. So the thing with Anadolu, the way I'm seeing it is, um, well, let's be honest. Okay. The way let's I'm, be honest. No, I mean, I mean, seriously, with them, it's like, you know, and, and it's not just them. It's even if we're looking Barcelona. Remember the discussion we had about the quality groups, right? So a team like Anadolu, they can lose either to their equal or to those who are at the lowest of the low of, of the quality groups, if that makes any sense. Because a loss to a team that's like at number 17, 18, it's okay. Losing to a team, like you said, that might, you know, to the to the in-betweeners kind of thing, not that, so that could be uh, proved to be a potential problem. 
Like imagine if they're in a three-way tie with Bayern and, and Valencia. Yeah, but we're not you, are, you, you go into you go into the the second half of the season with two losses already to those teams. Yeah, but you see, that's the thing. Usually, that wouldn't bother me, but because all of the the circumstances that just keep adding on and adding on and adding on, like you know, they lost this guy, they lost that guy, this one left, then they have this, then the 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 the, the windows and and for crying out loud, like so many issues that you have to deal with. And it's not like that they're a team that they just had a bad stretch of games, you know, where you might have like the, the seasons, you know, the, the, the ups and downs that the team usually has during the season. Okay. Because these losses, none of them has anything to do with the ups and downs of a season. Meaning they will still have stretches of losses as well as stretches of wins, which yeah. you can anticipate from, you know, just a, a season. And that's the problem here. All right, here's a question for you. Go for it. <laughs> How, and, and I know this probably sounds totally absurd. Actually, let me, let me check really quick. Uh, I'll ask it and then I'll be checking in the meantime. How bad would it have to be for Ataman to get fired? So right now they are. Well, they won't touch him. He brought it like. They're four and one. They're four and one in Turkey. So everything's okay in Turkey. But so. Uh... so two and two and 18. I don't think so. Like you know, may maybe like when they when they were uh, what last the last siege just before that you know Ataman came, maybe, maybe. But I don't see them. You know, it will be so irresponsible. And very I don't think so either. I just was throwing it out there. Like the guy, honestly, you know, you can say whatever you want about him. You know, about him being you know having such uh, an amazing showmanship in a way. He's a winner though. I mean, you can't I say mean, anything about you know, so. My point is. We're talking a guy that if it weren't for him, Galatasaray would be a thing of the past. Mm. In, in their most of, of financial problematic eras, he managed to keep to keep the club afloat, right? They, they didn't sink. Like usually clubs like that, you know, not not Turkish clubs, but clubs that, that had that had such issues with, with finances. They have that damn tendency of disappearing from the map in a way. And Gala were they were okay, you know. And um then he came to Anadolu Efes. And he 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 took the club when it was in a relatively bad place. And would you look at that? A few years later, they are the back-to-back -back champs in the Euroleague. Something that no Turkish team in this Euroleague has done before. And um, come on, you cannot be impressed by that. You cannot let go. Not be you cannot do that. I mean, you know what? If he finishes this season in, as the number 18 seed, and then he starts next season with uh, uh, one and eight, one and nine, maybe, yeah. Now, man, no, no, no. Just no. I, I I didn't I didn't you know I wasn't really serious at all about that, but uh, I just you know just kind of threw it out there just just to see when when they might be worried. But again, when you look at their next stretch of games, there's no legit reason to be worried to, to worry to be worried. It, it's um... well, if they lose if they lose to Barcelona, they lose both in Italy, and then they get whopped at home against against Olympiacos. You know, then you are two and ten and uh, two and nine, and and you know, 
you have you to play, you know, if you don't win. For sure. Sorry? You're going to break some sweat for sure. Yeah, I mean, you start, it, it's just the fact that you're starting to put yourself behind a lot of teams. That's the, that's the thing, you know? Um, I have a question for you, but you got to, you got to be true. You got to be yourself, us to the show and to everyone else. Have you packed your bags already? Packed my bags? Yeah, because there's a very good chance that like we're going to get an offer from Milan, you and I. Uh, keep losing they keep losing players i i'm 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 out of uh just so that you're so that the listeners know i'm going to be out for about four weeks that you won't be be hearing my dulcet tones so uh they're gonna have to find somebody else and believe me they don't want me that i i i give them uh i give them uh uh like maybe two two minutes and, and 16 seconds of energy but not much more Oddly enough, that's pretty much what Emmett said to uh to, to coach in the 2015, I think it was media game. <laughs> like you do not want to coach and I I have no problem coaching. Not that I know what I'm doing, but yeah, you know, we we'd like to think that we know what we're doing or what we're no, talking about. No, I I don't even I don't even like to think because I know oh. that I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like you said, man, you gotta be honest with the with the listeners. And, yeah, I mean shit, uh, we're not even good in predictions. You're saying I mean straight shooter, baby, straight shooter. So it's like, like I said, Shooter McGavin, by the way. <laughs> um, that's like the, uh, you know, the reference to Happy Gilmore. But, uh, you know, joking aside, you know, we're, we're not even capable of getting like a, a decent week in terms of predictions. So we're talking about actually coaching a game. I, you know, I think we have a better shot about coaching, uh, of coaching like five minutes of a game and making less mistakes than <laughs> I hope. All right to 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 reel it back in right yeah. so what would what do you see i'd like to i'm kind of interested to see what you say what do you see as the biggest surprise result that's a good one of the week that is a very good question um uh results results damn i, I mean yeah like i have i have a very clear one and i just would like to see see what uh but for maybe a reason that you might not automatically think right away well right, you're gonna say joggeries it's easy no what really the valencia win over monaco no what no then what 20 points in the second half the party's on no that's not a surprise come on they have like they, they barely, no that's no that's that for me that's the biggest surprise they, they for me barely, that's the biggest surprise. they barely have a roster that for, no they have they have pieces on that team they have pieces on that team um and and to me Am I surprised they lost? Not in the least, uh, but you know, I, I, it's you know, I, I still, you know, for them scoring only. Okay, sure, they they had a very you know decimated roster and everything else, uh, but for for me, them only scoring twenty points that's that's the biggest surprise. Um, but uh, you know, Valencia winning at home, Valencia man, they've been playing great basketball. You know, I. I I was late to 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 getting on the uh, the the uh, Valencia bandwagon. Um, Panathinaikos man, uh, Walters, Walters, mm -hmm. you know, you know him coming in and you know with Panitka and they're gonna win some games, you know. Um, Chagiris, you know, hey man, I mean Asbel hasn't looked very good at all, you know. This yeah, is at home. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder how much, I wonder what this team would look like if they didn't have to pay Decolo. 
you know, and then we're able to spread out some of that money to other to other pieces. For me, twenty points from parties on is the biggest is the biggest result. Surprise result. It's not. It's not. Again, just they came in with nine players. Of these nine players, you have Tristan Vukcevic playing ten minutes thirty six seconds. You have Georgi Ovanovic with one minute twenty three seconds, and Gregor Glass with seven minutes fifty four seconds. So, granted, okay, Tristan Vukcevic said that you know that's a legit like kind of rotational thing, but they were somewhere between seven and eight players rotation against a, a, a Final Four team. So to me, it came as no surprise. Like I expected the loss. I mean, not not like a. I, I I didn't say the loss. I didn't say the loss. I expected the loss as well, but to that such a clear loss 20 points four points in the fourth quarter you know okay i know decimated roster but but still the you know the the fact that they you know that that that, that that's the biggest surprise for for me and we were we we're kind of you know we're so what's not... your biggest surprise then so what's your biggest surprise then i mean i can easily say asvel losing at home because so far they've, they've been like a, dis, a decent home team but to get to get whooped like this by 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 joggeries No, not like this. You, you can see maybe Jadri is winning not not like a 17-point win in France. Come on. We've been there. No, not like in Lyon, you know, but in general. Um, right now, I think that if, if we're talking about the Italian Derby, I, I'd say that Milan's next goal should be actually finishing a game without any casualties. Because it's not it's, – it's, it's becoming ridiculous. I cannot even say – Injuries, we have to see casualties because guys are for you know out for so long that it's like you know Messina is like one step away from stepping on the floor from signing us to God forbid. And you know, you and I together, even with them and with Aris together, we did not make one distant player in the in, in the form and you know issues we got because of our age, of course. That's what I'm going with, not because of back issues whatsoever. No, no. And I mean, you know what? That game surprised me because that game, it was like a 64-59, right? 64-59, yeah. And 20. Yeah, but we said that game was going to no, be. You, you said something in the vicinity. I said something. I said mid-60s. And even said, and you know to, what? To lower 70s. Milan even didn't get to the, to the, to the mid-60s. That's because of the great uh, defense that yeah, uh, Rutus sure. sure, let's go with that. I mean, they scored, I think, what, 23 points in the first quarter, was it? Uh, 23 in the first quarter, yeah. And then, so, yeah, and then they scored, and they scored 18 points. in the middle two and 18 again. So, so 36 points in the, in the rest of the game. Yep. That's like how legit messed up it is. That's like, on average, 12 points per quarter. That is very close to what parties unscored. So there you have it. There's your surprise. Now, how do you like it now? <laughs> You're surprised that, that uh, with the the Italian derby, yeah, big that time. was solo scoring, that no, was solo no. scoring. With I mean, with the way it started, with the first like you know the first quarter, there's no way in hell you could have anticipated what followed. No way in hell. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they, they 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 um they got hot early and and then for, forgot how to shoot the rest of the game. I guess I don't know. No, just... Someone iced them. They <laughs> you know someone. They got cooled so quick and so bad. It's like you know, well, look, man. He did. They also lost. They also missed 10 free throws. They lost 10, missed 10 of 10 of 14, 58%. 
man, that, I, I and I, I think I told you, you said you're gonna have the game on. I said have fun because I did that. I knew I didn't want to watch that game. Oh, but I had fun. I did. Yeah. All right. I'm guessing more fun than what Milan had, but you know, still I had fun. Not because they lost, just like it was a fun game to watch. Yeah, I know I have a problem. It's okay. No, it's no, 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 no. We all have, we all have a problem, a basketball problem. We've been over this. So shall shall we move on to the to the uh to to the next round or 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 is there anything else that you think needs to be no let's let, let's move on to the games. I'm feeling a bit confident. Just a bit though. <laughs> as much as much as confident than I think that, that will ever be after a horrendous week that we have. So well, just oh, just yeah. to let everybody know, I mean I am I am now keeping track of my yeah, yeah, you are. That's why I told you how we we did in the in the last round. But in all yeah, but no, I I want to know because it also helps me just to get an idea. Of, you know, all right. So, so I so you tell everybody uh, the wonderful uh, games that are being yeah, played this week. I will, but just one second. You know, the one thing that we did do and check, and we're following it, just like the beginning of the season, is. The home rule that was started here, and usually, you know, maybe it gives you uh, a few hits and misses in the in, in the first rounds. But as of now, I mean, how many games we had so far? 63 games, right? So of the uh, 63 that were played, only 56% were home wins around that area. 56, that is low. That is low. And I'm not talking Maudolo. I'm saying straight up low. That is a low score for the home teams. Like you'd like to see around 65, 70%, maybe 75. If that's the case, playoffs gonna be uh well, it was only it was only uh five divided by nine. It was only fifty-six percent last week. No, fifty-six point it was more than fifty-six percent last week. No, it was one, two, three. Four or five home wins. We had a week of five and four. Uh two weeks of five and four. Five, five home wins and four. Yeah, yeah it's fifty-six percent. Fifty-five points, fifty-five point six. Yeah. So it was we went from uh fifty-six point twenty-five to fifty something, right? Fifty-five, you said? Fifty yeah, fifty-five point six, fifty-six percent. So yeah. right in there. So yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be uh intriguing. Say the least. So, so that means, so that means, uh, the 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 proper money would be to put uh, four road wins. Is that what you're saying? Is that no. what you're throwing out there? Hell no. Uh, I should try that. But in the meantime, I will say this: we have a five-four split, right? Um. And it goes as follows. We start off with Anadolu Barcelona, then move on to Zvezda, Villarban, uh, Virtus, Valencia. That's a very good game to watch, isn't it? Bayern Olympiacos, Madrid, Alba Berlin. And then Friday, we have Fener, Panathinaikos, Jalgiris, Milan, Monaco, Basconia, and Partizan, Belgrade, Maccabi, Tel Aviv. You know the drill. Go for it. Yeah, you know, I guess uh, just to 
just trying to think if there's any other reason. Not to pick Anadolu Barcelona? No, there isn't. Yeah. No, not really. Not really. Uh, and then the other the other game to watch would be... Uh, I I think I'll probably I'll probably ah cool that's my game even Monaco and uh, Basconia. Mm. I'll do that. There's gonna be a lot of points scored in that game. All right, so my picks: road win number one Barcelona. Um, yes. road win number road win number two Asvel. Road win number three Valencia. Road win number four Olympiacos. Real Madrid at home. Benner at home. Oh man. Shagir is at home. Hmm. Monaco are two five and two, right? Yeah. Uh and they lost on the road, right? Mm-hmm. Both teams lost at on the road last week. Uh I think I'll oh, man. I think I'll go with um I think I'll go with Monaco. And I will go with Road win number five, baby. Maccabi. Okay, to me, the games to watch, obviously, are on Dolores Barcelona uh, and Maccabi Partizan, of course. As for... Uh, Partizan, you get that. Yeah. Well, Partizan Maccabi. It's the actual name. Yeah, I know, I know. The game is... Uh, all right, all right, all right. And your picks? I'm going Barcelona. I'm going Zvezda. I'm going Virtus. I am going Olympiacos. I'm going Madrid. I'm going Fener. You know what? I want to pick Milan because even though it should be a clear win for Zalgiris, if Milan doesn't win this one, I mean, they could be in a world of trouble. Undefeated at home, Zalgiris. Well, you know, every streak must come to an end. Everything must have an end. Um, Taking Monaco and Maccabi. Are you taking are you taking Milan? Mm-hmm. And you said Monaco and Maccabi, right? Mm-hmm. Indeed I indeed I did. All right. So you so you have a one, two, three, four, five home wins. Yeah, I'm going with a five and four. I mean if if stats are actually if they keep going this way, then we're gonna have another week of five and four or maybe six and three at best. And if that's the case. I should be in a good position. Well, we'll see next week, won't we? I mean, yeah, you'll be with us next week. So, uh, yeah. That that Bayern Olympiacos game is going to be interesting, though, um, because Bayern seemed to be finding their way, and it was really important for them to win two in a row. And um, and so I I think that will. Yeah, I was. That's definitely for me the second game to watch. Uh, I think Bayern will be happy if it's like a, maybe a six-seven point loss. I think they could live with that. So, I mean, listen, Olympiacos game is definitely to me. It's it's more special. Um, you know, for the obvious reasons. Usually, it's like you have these destinations where um, you know they they, they they're not that fond of specific teams like for example whenever Olympiacos travels to to Munich but that that's pretty much it I guess Dave this is uh, yet another episode that comes to an end yes yeah. yes as in 
you're happy we you know we, we're, we're done for no, it's a, yeah it's a it's another episode that comes to an end yep and and uh yeah it should be a fun week and and look forward to talking about it next week sounds and good you want to know you want to know where everybody can find me right it sounds like a plan but if you're going all safety dance on my ass believe me there will be hells to pay but go for it yes where can they find you no i don't want to do that every week yeah, you so. can do it you can do it go no, for it no no i'll do uh, it people can find me people can find me at high news uh on twitter h-e-i-n-n-e-w-s h-e-i-n-n-e-w-s i wrote a long piece i do stuff for my taking the charge Substack, and i wrote a long man i wrote like 3,500 words on when manana um went back and uh talked about looked back in the last half year you know from the summer when he decided to you know leave aswell and go to metropolitan and and, and kind of you know and everything that's gone since you know gone on since then and um so take a take a look at that if you feel like uh something you want to read about him um and uh otherwise yeah just twitter is the easiest way to find me yeah but what's the handle again h h e i n n n e e w w s s and as usual you can find emmet on the various social media platforms of ed bond europe ari spark i said r barkas and the various social media platforms of your hoops and Dave, is it just me or is it getting darker outside? I mean, here it's like almost pitch black. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we still have another couple more weeks before the, the days get short, shorter and shorter. But so, then, hey man, we're getting to that. Yeah, we're almost to the to the darkest point, you know? So are, are you saying winter is coming? Yeah, man, sure. So I think that is, you know, to finish this episode with a bang, usually when we say all hell is about to break loose in your league for sure. As for myself, you can find me at I'm Team Scout and most of you on Twitter. And there is always the uh, extremely, um, you know, the uh, very much extremely recommended to follow Twitter account, which is the uh, at ELSplit16show. So, uh, you know, yeah. Till next time. Great pass from Diomedidis. Oh, 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 40 minutes to a title. David Blue for three. On the mark, David Blue. Oh, 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 oh. Now Spinelis drives inside. Look for the alley-oop. Oh. Corey Higgins just exploding. EuroLeague Sweet 16. Exactly what you need.